Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. What's going on, Survivor fans? It is the premiere Season 39, Episode 1, Islands of the Idols. We got to know a new group of Survivors. Legends Sandra and Rob are back to advise. And the first tribal where a poker player gets played. We've got our favorite segment coming up at the end. Our MVP player, do not move a muscle. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. (laughs) (laughs) What's going on, everybody? I've got a beautiful panel. Hey, guys. What is up? I missed you guys. I missed you. (laughs) I only missed you. I didn't miss Mike. No, nobody missed Mike. That's (laughs) true. That's true. I was going to say, I miss you. I miss Paige. I miss Paige. Not you guys. Yes, unfortunately, Paige is not going to be with us for another season, you guys but I will be your fearless leader for the rest of the season with my amazing panel that is joining me tonight, Veronica Valencia. Hi, everyone. I'm so glad. Where am I looking? There. 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 <laughs> Catch your cameras, girl. How long has it been since you've done a show Literally. here? And I've got that handsome fellow on the, the uh, end, Mike Feeling. Timbo, yo, nobody better quit this season. That's all I'm saying start now. Yes, let's hope nobody quits. And I am Timothy Michael. You guys, we are very, very excited to be back. We know that the Big Brother finale is tonight, you guys, but let's keep that chat to a minimum in our chat because we haven't watched it yet. Um, and we don't want any spoilers. But you know what's even better than the Big Brother finale? The Survivor premiere. And that's what oh, we're going to be talking yeah. about. <laughs> Sounded like Tim had a couple drinks before I, the episode. Maybe I, I did. Survivor maybe premiere. Yeah, I'm very excited to talk about this with you guys. First of all, let's talk about the overall concept of the show Island of the Idols. What do you guys think? I like it better now that I've seen it. I'll okay. be perfectly honest. Last uh, At the end of last season when we found out what the theme would be for this season, I was skeptical in the sense I was because I was thinking, how are Sandra and Boston Rob going to help? I can see them, as we saw in this episode, I could see them helping with the survival aspect, making fire, catching fish, building shelter. But when it comes to gameplay... They can't really say, oh, I think you should vote out so-and-so because I think they're sketchy. Like, that would have been weird to me. So I was I was cautious, but I think I like it a lot better now that I've seen it. I got a lot of thoughts. So first off, the show completely surprised me. I thought Sandra and Rob were going to be used in a different way right off the bat. I thought one was going... And maybe... So look... Just for full disclosure, I go into the premiere, all these episodes, blind. I haven't seen any of the contestants. I like no spoilers. I like to watch it on TV first. So maybe everybody knew this already. I thought Rob and Sandra were going to be on one of the two camps, and they were going to have like their own little mascot (laughs) uh, (laughs) famous person in their actual camp. So the actual term, Island of the Idols, Mm -hmm. them being the idols completely got me. I I wasn't thinking that at all. Mm I thought it was just going to be immunity idols and they were going to do some plays on that kind of stuff. Um, I've got a lot of thoughts on went down. 
I think we'll just save it for as you go down. Yeah. But overall, yeah. definitely better than Edge of Extinction Island. It's see some more <laughs> interesting twists and turns coming up. And I mean, of course, I'm here for it. Yeah, no, I definitely like the twist. I like the the twist on words with the idols. I mean, not only is it two idols who have returned, Sandra and Rob, but it also is pretty much an island of the idols where they get to you know play a certain or test their certain skills that they've learned from these two idols to get a hidden immunity idol, which I think is kind of cool. They're they're doing a double play on words, which I think it's pretty cool. Um, I, also just, I sorry, what were you gonna say? I was gonna even say quick shout out to CBS production team yes. for those idol things. That oh yeah, those crazy. statues are amazing. Yeah, who spent six months making those things? Yo, wow, who knows? But yeah, those the the Very production. Very impressive. Yeah. They definitely stepped it up this season. What, um, what? Sorry, what country are we actually in? I don't even know. We're, we're still, still in Fiji. Fiji. So in Fiji, yep. that is gonna be a tourist attraction. They will be there until season forty. At okay. least that's what I read. So this is the last season? No, well, the next season will be the last season, but then they might just renew that. that Got it. Whatever they, they have, have to leave these gigantic people. statues of Sandra and Rob there Let's forever. Go. Oh, I would totally that. I mean, that's pretty amazing. And then, like 3,000 years from now, somebody are going to think that they are gods that we worshipped. Oh. Mm-hmm. That we that, built this temple Mike, to Sandra Mike, you Rob. think so far ahead. It'd be amazing. Archaeologists are going to be fascinated by who these statues are. <laughs> Speaking of Sandra and Rob... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm going to disagree with you. I think that not only will these players get, you know, this information on survival techniques as, you know, fishing and building fire and things that you said, but we saw them at the end of the episode at tribal councils in like a hidden box. So I'm guessing that not only will they be teaching these people how to or increase their survival skills, but also weigh in on who they can vote out because they're going to get to know these survivors because they spill all the information at tribals. So I don't know. I think that Sandra and Rob will be starting to weigh in with the people who go to Island of the Idols for who they think is a threat and who they think that they should vote out now or later. I agree. I agree. I think, like I said, once I saw it and saw that, oh, okay, they're also, they will also be at Tribal. They're going to play a slightly bigger role and mm-hmm. they're still kind of hidden. Now I understand it better. Beforehand, I didn't know what to expect. Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> Do you want to Just elaborate, no. Mike? Or no? Abs- no. Yeah, absolutely. And <laughs> so my theory will be proven or disproven, I think, next week. Which I won't be here for, unfortunately, but I still be watching. Boom. My theory is that come the merge, Sandra and Rob will be joining as contestants. Just like they did on Big Brother when the four teams and the captains all of a sudden, oh wow, now they're playing. Same thing. I think that's why Rob and Sandra get to go to tribal council because they get to know what else is going on and not potentially be lied to by the people coming on. I think they're getting inside info on both sides, and I think they're going to come and play the game. I highly disagree with you. So Same. I highly disagree with you for a multitude of reasons. One, I don't think that Survivor would do that because Survivor has already established itself as a different show than Big Brother. And two, they've already established at Island of the Idols that these two people will not be competing. They will not have a chance for a million dollars. They said it. It's in they writing. It. You're absolutely they right. I forgot win. that Survivor never has twists. Yeah. Hmm. See, my it would see. no. It would if they played. <laughs> <laughs> it just goes exactly like a, Jeff is just on the up and up. No, I'm it telling would, you, it, it would no, no. It would lose the whole idea of what this season yes. is if they got back into the game. Mm-hmm. That's what we become, thought on Big Brother. 
It would become a typical, oh, we just got to get them out now. Like, they wouldn't survive if they got in the game. In the sense, people would vote them out like that. Yes, and on top of that, I don't think it's fair for these two legendary players to come at the merge and don't, and these people who are already playing don't have all this opportunity before the merge to vote them out. Like, so, it's like a halfway free pass. Okay, okay. So, a bunch of our friends in the chat are already uh, talking. So, Mr. Aliwada, who called in, by the way, I'm Married at First Sight. What's up, oh. my friend? Got to hear his voice. He says they were dressed like they were about to play. I made the observation that Jeff looks a lot cleaner and everything than Sandra and Rob. They look like they've been roughing it a little bit. Mm -hmm. If they were just here as advisors, they wouldn't be. Look, guys, I think it's a fun theory. I'm not 100%. It won't surprise me if they don't come in. And Sheena actually said Sandra and Boston Rob are confirmed for Survivor 40 already. It's not unheard of for people to play back-to-back seasons, but... If that's actually true, I can see much less that they would possibly be joining. But, I mean, if you want to toss the tinfoil hats on and just have fun, I can see these two coming in the game. And I would be excited for it. I mean, look, all possibilities are open. Like you said, Survivor is filled with twists. But I don't think that that is one of them. Just my opinion. So let's let's start off the episode very quickly. Now that we've got the Boston Rob and legendary Sandra out of the way. Um, so Survivor usually, or for the past couple of seasons, has started off with this whole large boat. The contestants are already knowing, like they already kind of interacted with each other. Right. They've already met Jeff on the first day. They've done this one a little bit differently where they're starting off just going to their prospective camps and pretty much just building shelter. They still haven't met Jeff at this point. I, you know how I understand where they were coming from. You know how disappointed I would be if I showed yeah. up on Survivor and Jeff Probst is not there with his dimples to yeah. in, like introduce me to the game? Yeah. I'd be so disappointed. Jeff, give me my buff. We didn't even get to hear Jeff say the name of the tribe. I didn't even know who everybody was. Yes. To me, as a like we were saying before, we've seen every single episode. Mm-hmm. I, as a extreme fan, hardcore Survivor fan, I was a little bit lost in the beginning. Yeah. And that doesn't happen because I know exactly what's about to go down. So I was a little bit uh, confused. I didn't like it. Yeah. So speaking yeah. speaking of the tribes, uh, we've got Lyra, we've got Vokai. Um, on Lyra, there is Chelsea, Elizabeth, Missy, Vince, Tom, Elaine, Dean, Ronnie, Karishma, and Aaron. On Vokai, we've got Lauren, Jamal, Tommy, Molly, Janet, Jason, Dan, Jack, Nora, and Kelly. I know it's a lot of names, guys. There's 20 people. They obviously will Sounds be whittled like a down. Riddle. It does sound like a riddle. <laughs> Who is that? No. Um, based off of just first impressions from each tribe, yeah. who is one that stands out to you? Elaine and Janet. Absolutely. Okay. Love them. The ladies are killing it right off they the bat. Great, yeah. And I think, see... I'm so glad with the outcome of the vote because I would have been really upset if Elaine got voted home. I think they are, those two ladies are doing exactly what you should be doing, Mm -hmm. regardless of gender, obviously. They're doing exactly what you should as a brand new player. They're making great social connections with everybody. They're in good little alliances and they're really contributing to camp life completely to me in a non-threatening way. And that's it. Yeah, I agree. They're completely pulling their weight. They're doing what they can do to establish themselves on the island right now. And if Elaine had gone home, it would have been disappointing disappointing to me, not just because like she's a really cool person mm-hmm. and I enjoy her personality, but because it would have been the effect of something that irritated me throughout this episode, which was a lot of people were jumping the gun. Yes. Big yes. time. Big time. Yes. And we're going to talk about that. One thing that I am going to um, disagree with you guys on is, yes, Vokai, Janet definitely stand out. On Lyro, though, I thought Missy was a standout. 
Um, I liked Elaine, but Missy was, I don't know, she's tugging on my heartstrings as of right now. Okay. I I, I liked her story a lot, mm-hmm. but as far as what she's done in, in the game so right. far, not so much. But it's the first episode. Right. Let's talk about early alliances. So on Lyro, there is Vince, Tom, and Elaine, uh, which pretty much raises a red flag for their tribe automatically. Um, the seven other people notice that the three of them are gone, and they already immediately target them. Veronica, this goes back to your point of jumping the gun. Mm-hmm. And then on Vokai, we've got Jack, Tommy, Lauren, Molly, and Kelly. There's a five alliance there. Yeah. Um, but also back on Lyra, there's also the um, Elaine and Ronnie. They were kind of talking for a little bit, but then they didn't trust each other. There were a lot of early alliances going on. Veronica, I just want to go back to your yeah. point of a lot of people jumping the gun. Elaborate. It was, yeah. To me, I found this irritating. I completely understand that Survivor has evolved. We are 39 seasons and no one is going to go there and just be all lottie dotty. People are playing from the get-go. However, I felt that this group of people were jumping the gun in this sense with the, what was it, the Elaine, Tom, and Vince alliance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those three just went off and were just gathering whatever materials they needed to make the camp go. Yeah. And everyone was like, oh, they're automatically an alliance. Yeah. We got to get them out. And then the same thing on, what was it, Vokai with yes. Jason. Mm-hmm. He disappeared for a little bit. He clearly was just getting some materials. Otherwise, the edit wouldn't have showed us differently. I think the if it was more suspicious, the edit would have proven that. But this poor guy, he's just doing what he needs to do. And everyone's like, oh, he has an idol. And it's like, I understand that those are signs in a normal season. But don't jump the gun too quickly. Especially because as a viewer... I don't get to see someone's gameplay if they're just automatically on, on the defensive. bottom on on the bottom yeah. because of something that they genuinely weren't even considering. Yes. Yep. So we were talking about it when we were watching it about everybody jumping the gun and I agree, but I think that's just where we're at now with Survivor. I don't see that going away. So I see every subsequent season if a couple people are off together in the most innocuous, not doing anything scenario, they're immediately going to be an alliance. And look, we're, just like you said, at the season we're in, paranoia is at level 100 as soon as you step off the boat, right? So that's just the way it's going to be. I disagree. To me, the way the edit was, Jason was looking for an idol. I mean, his confessional or whatever, ITM, whatever you want to call it, right away, he said, this is Island of the Idols, so of course we got to be looking. And he was moving stuff away at the base of the tree. So I don't think he was going on some crazy hunt. I think it was a little bit fortunate in the editing, but he was looking and he was by himself. That's never a good look. No, but I mean, we can't discredit the fact that he should be looking, at least maybe not as deep, maybe don't go off for 45 minutes in the first hour and look for something, but casually while you're gathering supplies, at least give a look around. So not Everyone should be looking at this point. Of course. Right? But not by yourself. Not making yourself stand out. You're right. However, no one would do that because at day one, are you going to say, oh, I'm going to be with this person and they're going to know I have an idol. But you see, you You say that, that. you say that, and yet people still come on Survivor not knowing how to make fire. We'll we'll talk about that. And people still are making ridiculously rookie mistakes. So if you're going to go on, I'm not surprised that people do stupid stuff. Because they still do. After 39 seasons... So not only is the paranoia real, but the annoyances and the nuances are starting to get real as well. Dan, uh, immediately the women on Dan's tribe, which is Vokai, um, immediately have a problem with him. And the only reason I wanted to bring <laughs> so, this up is because yeah. we are getting to know a group of 
nine other people if you're on a tribe with them. And there are going to be things that you don't necessarily like personally about this person. Sure. And Dan immediately stands out to most of the women on his tribe. And once again, going back to Janet, who was one of the star players of the episode, just says, you know, as a woman, you just have to say how you feel. Did you guys agree with this and how they handled it? I agree. I think they were ho- the women were obviously very uncomfortable with Dan's touching to be un I completely understand. Like this is someone you have no idea. I don't want someone randomly touching me if I don't know you. Even if I do know you, maybe I don't want you <laughs> touching me. But I completely agree with Janet because they were going to probably bottle it up, maybe never tell him, and maybe that would become fuel for an elimination, yes. a vote off mm-hmm. at some point. But Janet just had to be like, hey, you're going to, who knows how long you're going to be living with this guy. You need to just be straight up and tell him. Yeah. Personal space, dude. Yeah, it's like having a roommate. Yeah. 100%. I think they handled it correctly, and I actually think that right there is the opportunity for her to make an alliance with him. Because I... Honestly, like just gut feeling, don't think this guy meant anything by it. No, I think of that's not. just he's just a touchy feely kind of person. Yeah, yeah. We all know mm-hmm. those people, and I think he was, you know, we're in a stressful situation. Look, I'm down to have my back cracked. Like, I, <laughs> yeah. like honestly, like it looks terrible there. You know, you're struggling. Everybody's hungry. All that kind of stuff. I don't think he meant anything by it. Yeah. Totally understand the people who didn't like to be touched. And I think they handled it perfectly. I think. He for sure was like, oh my God, I didn't mean anything by that. And that little bit of adversity, I think, is a perfect way to say, I know you didn't. I like you. Like, well, I want to work with you. I just, uh, and I think it could have forged something strong. Yeah. I honestly think this is the last thing that we'll hear about Dan being touchy feely, unless the Probably. marriage happens yeah. or they switch up tribes and then it starts again and then yeah. there'll be a problem. Or he just turns out to be a big weirdo. Or that too. Yeah. Let's talk about the first challenge. It's already an immunity challenge, um, which is not surprising for the first episode because it's a very short amount of time. We got a lot to cover. The survivors meet Jeff for the first time. That is a change. Like I said, usually they meet on the first day. It is now day three. They are first meeting Jeff. They're a little butthurt about it, but they get over it. Um, There is the obstacle where you have to go to a large puzzle. The reward is Flint. Pretty much normal. Um, I don't think that there were any standouts in Lyro and Vokai doing this challenge. Jason. Jason. Jason was the guy on Vokai who was like the person on his tribe bringing yeah. everyone up. Yes, he was good. Yes, and Janet. Janet came mm-hmm. in there and she, you know, hooks the 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 thing. I don't know what to call it. Pretty quickly. Yeah. Dean surprised me by not excelling in the challenge. Mm. Um, but I think that's just basing it off of stereotypes. You know, he looks like he's an in shape dude. He should be able to do these things, and then he gets caught up. And most challenge, some challenges aren't fit for some certain sure. people. Mm-hmm. Um, do you guys have any things that stand out for you in the challenge? Jack. Jack. Yeah, because Jack was up and he kept going down. Remember, he was yes. hanging on by yes. one hand and pulling other people up. Oh, just up. kidding. Yes. That's who I meant. I meant Jack. Why did I say Jason? That's why I was like, Jason. The redhead dude. Yeah, yes. crazy hair. Yeah, yeah. seems like a I bro. Take, yeah. No, Jason. Joe 2.0. Don't listen to what I said exactly. about Jason. Yes. We're, exactly. ta- we're talking about Jack. Jack. Um, Jack. Jack. I thought he was that fantastic. Guy. I don't know why survivors... Look, okay, here we go. We'll just start episode one with Mike's tips. If you're going on Survivor oh and you go to a challenge, bring a shirt. Hmm. Okay? You don't have to wear it, but bring it along. That way you don't have to slide down on your skin oh. and rip everything apart. Yes. Put the shirt oh, on yeah. when you slide down these pl- wood planks that yeah. they lay down for them that's bone dry. But to be fair, though, they don't know the challenge that they're going into when they do leave their camp. Just bring the shirt with I you. guess, yes, you're, you're right, yes. But, I mean, I if it's a it swimming might... challenge, it could weigh you down. If you're you wearing your shirt, you can take it off. I get it that. Might be like I 100 mean, plus degrees and then you faint and get medically high, evacuated. You know, we happen. always love Mike Tips but we also love playing devil's advocate because it gets on Mike's nerves. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, at, the, know I'm right. at the end of the challenge uh, Vokai pretty much runs away with the game. I mean it was, was sad. It was a washout. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And 
going into tri- so sorry L- uh, Lyro is going into tribal um, and this is when Jeff tells them that Island of the Idols does indeed exist mm-hmm. and one person from the losing tribe will be going there not by vote but by random draw what did you guys think about that would you have Would you have wanted people on the tribe to vote for somebody? Or did you like that it was a random draw? I like that it was a random draw. Mm -hmm. I I like that it was a random draw, too. Especially first episode that causes no disdain or anything Mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. It's nobody's fault. It's no privilege or anything one way or the other. It's random. Yeah, well, Elizabeth gets chosen. And... My question to you guys is, and she says it in the episode, she was like, I didn't really want to get chosen, and she lists her reasons. Would you guys want to be the first one to go to Island of the Idols? Uh, I don't think I would want to be the first one to go to Island of the Idols. Also, if I was her, I would just feel like it's very suspicious, because normally on any type of season where there's some kind of, you know, Island of the Idols, Edge of Extinction Island, whatever it may be, you're there for a night. Mm -hmm. You are there for a good amount of time. She was going for like a few hours and then coming back to Tribal. I would be like, first of all, people are never want to go there, but I'd be like, you're going to dump me on an island for like two hours? I'll be fine. Yeah. 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 I think the best position to be is going to the island second. Mm. Because then, especially if it's the same tribe, right? Because then you get to know if the first person was lying or not about their experience. And if they were lying, you can get an instant bond with them if you want to align with them. Say, I know what happened. Yes. Okay? Well, I'm not going to tell either. Let's stick to our story. And maybe you can get something special. Or you could choose to play it the other way if you need to get them off. So I think that's extra power going in. Here's my thing. Um, I disagree with you guys. I think that I would have (laughs) want to have been the first person to go to Island of the Idols. Only because if I was in Elaine or Ronnie or Vince's position where my name is getting thrown around just because I'm a likable person or just because I have a good story. Ronnie wasn't likable. But you didn't didn't know that (laughs) before the challenge. Right, no, but at the same time, these things could be brought up and it's something that you should be prepared for because apparently you could be voted out for whatever reason. Likeability was just Mm -hmm. just what they were basing off of uh, with Elaine. But... I would want at least to have an opportunity for some power in my pocket because you never know when this game is going to turn around against you. So I would want... I know yeah. I understand that it could put a target on your back, but look at Ronnie. Ronnie was gone for 45 minutes on um, on his side, and he didn't even go to a separate island, and already they think that he has an idol, and they already he has a target on his back. So I'm... You mean Jason? I, no, Ronnie. Ronnie was it? Ronnie was the Jason. Guy. Sorry, Jason. Yes, yeah. it's the Jason. first episode. Yes. Everybody, we're it's figuring out. We're still no, Ronnie got voted yes. out for other reasons, yes, sorry. not for Jason. Uh, yeah. Yes, but my thing is, if you're gonna at least put a target on your back, at least make it worth it. You know sure. what I mean? Yeah, I guess that yeah. was just mine. Valid point. Before we get to the um, Island of the Idols in itself, I'm gonna shoot it over to Mike for some quick words from After Buzz. Oh my gosh, guys, we are going to the Island of the Idols, <laughs> and when you are there, you get to see two. People who we all idolize, just winners and amazing players. Guys, there are plenty of amazing shows on AfterBuzz across all of our different channels and properties. So, of course, if you're watching us on YouTube, go ahead and subscribe. Give us a big thumbs up. We see all you guys in the chat right here with us right now. Miro Domains, Eric, Thomas, Just Sheldon, Mr. Oliwada, Eric again, of course, Sheena, all of our friends. You guys are here every single season with us. We love you guys. Big thumbs up. If you're listening to us on iTunes or any of the other podcasting services, give us a big five-star review. All of us here at the Survivor After Show love you guys for helping AfterBuzz become the ESPN of TV talk. Yep, we love you guys. We do this show because of you. Thank you for that kitchen timer, Ryan, our wonderful engineer. <laughs> My wife 
hates hearing about survivors. So that's, that's why the only place here. I'm allowed to talk yes, about. That's and right. We do this show because of you guys. We get Thank to interact you. with you guys. Thank we you. love our fans. We are going to start doing some call-ins, you guys. So we're going to be talking to you guys we at are. some point. Yeah. Not the first episode because we are short on time because it was an hour and a half episode. But we are looking forward to talking to you guys in person. Well, not in person, but on the phone and hearing your voices. Yes, we are. Be a lot of fun. Thoughts. Prepare your thoughts. Prepare your comments. We will give you guys a topic and we'll just let you rant on it. Don't be surprised if we debate you on it because we all here we love all got a to lot of opinions. <laughs> so yeah we love you guys and we love doing the show with you let's get into it let's get back to it shall i say so island of the idols we've already talked about the statues and how impressive that was this is when we meet boston rob and sandra were we a little underwhelmed by the reveal oh uh, i wouldn't no i don't no? think i was underwhelmed i just because at the same time, I didn't know what I was expecting. Mm-hmm. I thought they were going to show up at the... Uh, tribal. The, no, not... I thought they were originally going to show up at Tribal, and I thought, oh, maybe they might show up during the competition. Challenge. The challenge. Oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a rough night. Uh, at the challenge. <laughs> and, you know, make a big stink about it. Yeah. But they're yeah. really trying to keep everything, like, on this little island of Very the secret. Yes. Very, Very secret. Very yeah. secret. Yeah. yeah. I, I liked how they did it because it caught me off guard. And I thought they were, like I said, I thought they were going to be living with them and, mm-hmm. and do the whole kind of really embed them within the tribes. Yeah. But I like how it caught me off guard. I didn't like what they did, but... We'll get into it. I agree with you guys. I did like the reveal. I do like how they're not very much involved in all the tribes because it does seem like Island of the Idols is more of like a benefit and something that you want to go to. But it's also the double-edged sword where it's like if I go to this Island of the Idols, I might get an advantage, but it also puts a target on my back. So I like it. I like how they're doing it. Um, so essentially, Boston Rob and Sandra, I don't know why I keep calling him Boston Rob. Because he is Boston Rob. That's who he is. That's what I said. This poor guy can never wear I any know, other kind I of know, hat I know. ever. Guys, His just, whole life. His first season was season four. I know. Can you imagine just having to that? It was yeah. so. But great. he does it to himself because he's still here. Like he could have, oh, he could have shed that after the years. Time. But he loves it. That's his thing. Oh, yeah. So yes, Boston Rob and Sandra pretty much teach Elizabeth how to make fire. Um, Mike is already making faces. <laughs> just go, Mike. I hate this go. so much. Yes, go, I hate go. so much. If you're gonna go on Survivor, you, <laughs> like, do you? <laughs> okay, guys, we all know that. The application process is exactly that. It's a process. You send in an application, you send in a video. It's not from that application and video because we know people who have gotten on. It's not because of that right away that you get on the show. You go, you shoot other stuff. You go to producers. You go to executives. Then you go to probes. Like, your video keeps going. They they bring you in for more and more stuff. Okay. If you know you've gotten past the first level, Mm -hmm. buy a flint and steel. (laughs) Learn how to make a fire. Just like Janet came in and was like, I know how to make fire. I was like, yes. Everybody should know how to make fire with dry bamboo because you know you're going to be in Fiji. You know that's what's going to be there. Yeah. And you can all do this right off the bat. This is silly. Well, it was, it was dumb. completely comical how she's like, this side is magnesium. Yeah, like, and you Wow. Just, yeah. Guys, I mean, oh okay. My gosh. I knew that from being a kid in like Cub Scouts. Okay. <laughs> I knew that from Cub Scouts. We made fire. But if nothing else, I knew what that was from the past seasons of Survivor. Yes. You know what this stuff is. Like, wow. So I shave off this end, and then the other end I make sparks, and I make a little nest. Or the, like, <laughs> come on, guys. Clearly Mike knows how to make fire, everybody. Do you know how to make fire? Theoretically, yeah. <laughs> he no. knows the steps no, to I, do no, it. No, I'm, I mean, I'm honest about it. I, I haven't done it in a long, long time. I have done it with Flint and Steel a long time ago, but at least I theoretically know what I'm doing. Right. A lot of these people that you get, they're like, please, what, please. What, what is ocean? Oh, it tastes right. like salt. Yes. Like, it's please, Survivor. Please make fire next 
please make fire in your downtime, film it, and we'll play it. That would be great. I would wow. love to see Good that. I'm sure our segment. viewers would love to see that, special too. Uh, how my so, wife's going to like that. Survivor, once again, filled with twists. Not only do they <laughs> show Elizabeth how to make fire, but then not only is it a test of the skills that they just taught her, but it's pretty much an unachievable test where... <laughs> She's you, going up against Boston and Rob. This was exactly. so dumb. This was bad. I'm going to go up and compete against the guy who just taught me I've never done it. I did it once. Okay, and he's done it hundreds and he's of times. Hundred, and he literally started it on his first shot. He was like, "Did you?" But they also did fire. And she's like, "Okay." And she goes up with Sandra on the little marble tabletop and tries for probably a couple hours trying to make fire. Okay, and they edited it all together. What is she thinking? This also goes back to what I was saying earlier. This might have not been an intentional. Mm-hmm. Uh, who am I kidding? This was an intentional edit. <laughs> Don't jump the gun. Like, Elizabeth, yeah. like, y- you might be excited, like, oh, I can make fire. I sh- you know, it's going to help me get better or whatever. Don't do it. But it was also what I liked about it, though, guys, is that, you know, first of all, Rob pretty much, for- like, not foreshadowed, but he alluded to if she didn't jump at the idea the first time or the first opportunity to make fire against him, he had something in his back pocket that would have persuaded her even more. Mm. But also, I, wa- I really wanted to know what that was, but maybe yeah. he'll use yeah. it on somebody else. But also... You know, Sandra tells her, there's a lesson to be learned here. You always have to trust your gut. And Rob pretty much tells her, you should have never battled me on this. You should have never yeah. done it. Yeah, no. It wasn't a smart decision. And decisions like that will get you voted out in this game. So it was mm. a lesson, and she learned it. Right now, going to Island of the Idols, like I had mentioned earlier, makes complete sense. Her mm. first thing was, teach me how to make fire. I get that. That's a really easy thing for them to do. Yeah. I'm very curious how it's going to go on moving yeah. forward. Yeah, what else are they going to show them? How to make a raft? I don't know. How to, like make a really long stick with ropes so you can yep. get the key and in that inevitable challenge that comes out. Like- well, this brings me back to the fact that Rob and Sandra are, are going into tribals and they are watching this anonymously, so I think that they're going to start weighing in on who to trust, who not to trust, who they think should be voted out, who not to vote it out. Um, not only is there, there's also another twist with Island of the Idols is where Elizabeth gets to choose once again, from a random draw, who goes to the island next from the opposite right. tribe. So I thought that was kind of cool, too. Let's talk about it. Day three, back at Lyro, um, Elaine is worried because her name has been thrown out. And pretty much she, pers- not persuades, but she pretty much goes and talks to the people who are throwing her name out there, which I thought was uh, a ballsy move, to be honest, because mm. usually people don't do that. Usually they're like, oh, well, maybe I'll just talk to other people and try to get votes. But no, she went right up to the people that were tossing out her name and says, I don't want to go home. What did you guys think of it? I was worried for her. I I didn't think in the moment that it was a good move and I felt like I saw it on Tom's face like why are you doing this? Yeah. We already got it locked up. You're you're, mm-hmm. you know, exposing stuff, don't say anything. Uh, but damn if it didn't work. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> she had zero votes, and like we said, they spent most of the tribal council talking to her, and no one voted for her. Yeah, so. it was definitely a payoff that she did that. And I thought that whole argument of "oh, you're too likable, you have such a good story" was such a BS reason it right was now. Bad. And I'm glad she called it out at tribal. Before we get into tribal, Elizabeth comes back from. Uh, Island of the Idols and she lies about what she was doing she pretty much uses you know what happened on Ghost Island with the three urns and the you play or you don't play or whatever what did you guys think would you have lied would you have told the truth what would you have done I think yeah. real quick we have a lot of great comments <laughs> yes, in the please. chat uh, Joseph Boza longtime fan of the show what's up what's up it feels like at some point I have this odd feeling that Sandra and Boston Rob will become players twists got to love them hmm I wonder who else thinks that and then Ryan D <laughs> Ryan D who um, I believe is producer Ryan. Ryan, is that you? Nope. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> so sorry. Another Ryan. 
Uh, in the chat. Better Ryan. Ryan, bad, Ryan is doing our show. He doesn't have time to be in a chat. Oh, they chat. Oh, they chat. <laughs> uh, uh, a more a more survivor schooled Ryan in our chat here. Ryan D says, Island of the Idols gimmick is just a Mike's Survivor Tips ripoff. Oh. And that is correct. CBS must be watching our show. Don't, don't, don't Ryan, fill his head. Ryan, you're literally filling up his don't head. Thank you, Ryan. No don't clapping. Do no, do not no, 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 no. You are a gentleman, no. sir. You are correct. <laughs> well, we all love your opinions, of course. Maybe not that specific one, Ryan D. <laughs> uh, no, we love you guys. Um, let's talk about Tribal very quickly. So, um, No, you, sorry. I, I cut you off. No. You were talking about the lie. I... I think I would have lied as well. I think if Sandra and Rob brought up, it would have been something crazy, mm-hmm. but I think I would have made up something more intricate and interesting than I smashed an herb and urn and it said no. I yes. think that just makes, I think that makes you just as much of a target. I completely agree. Don't mm-hmm. necessarily say anything about Sandra and Boston Rob, but she could have been like, uh, we were talking about this earlier before the show, Tim. We were saying, oh, she could say she made fire because she did. Yes. And then she could say, oh, I was practicing fire. That's mm-hmm. what I had to do. That was my challenge or whatever. And now she could come back and say, I'm the person who can make fire in this tribe. Don't vote me out. Yeah. So sure. at Tribal Council, we pretty much knew that Elaine's name was thrown out. She addresses it at Tribal Council. But the votes have swayed where they voted out Ronnie instead of Elaine. Yeah. But Elaine's name, like you said, Mike, wasn't even mentioned. It was really down to Vince and Ronnie. Vince only got two votes. Ronnie got six votes or probably eight votes because right. oh no because Elizabeth didn't Did, vote yeah. Correct. that's right um, because she lost her vote so are we surprised that Ronnie went home are we sad about it I thought I'm he was, happy I'm happy too he's kind of getting my nerves I'm happy he was his speech was also just so, so, bad. so bad they're basically talking like we have a similar life it's very tough but you know I'm a boxer I was like a boxer in Thailand or he something he tried to be a Thai Boxer a couple times. <laughs> That's a, just a strange that he made yes. a few efforts and attempts at it. But yeah. the fact that you can say you had the luxury to what go to Thailand to do that? I, he just gave his whole resume. I don't I mean, know yeah. what that was if about. If you're going to do Muay Thai, you might as well go to Thailand. I I was getting the vibe from the other contestants that he see, something was coming off him that seemed a little sketchy. Yeah, that seemed untrustworthy, and you know maybe he was leaning too hard into the poker player style mentality, maybe. and that people were picking up on it. And maybe that's what it is. Quite possibly. I mean, like I po- said, I, oh, so I was just say po- people who come on here as poker players are always kind of the more ones that are just like Jean, Jean something from China. Yeah. Yes, yeah, they just rub people the wrong way, and and I mean clearly that's what happened with this tribal, and they voted him out. So Ronnie is our first casualty. Uh, you guys will, will be doing our fantasy draft once it whittles down a little bit, so we have an even number for, for the three of us. We might be getting a fourth panelist, but that is our review of season thirty nine, episode one. Do you guys have any any last thoughts on this? Are we going to do our MVP? We are going to do the MVP. Okay. I'm excited to see where it goes. It's kind of a brand new, fresh start. We didn't get a ton of stuff from the coming Mm -hmm. attractions, but I'm pumped to see Nora lose it. That looks fun. (laughs) And um, also, I mean, can we... We can say this, I think. Uh, I think we should. We might be slightly biased this season Mm. because, guys, Lauren on the show is an AfterBuzz host. She is. She's hosted a bunch of shows for us here. Uh, I've met her a couple times around the studio. I know you guys have, too. So we're pulling for maybe a little bit extra than we would a random person. But... There and you go. hopefully she, we can get her on our show and we can talk to her a little bit in depth about what her experience was yeah. this season. Yeah. Um, let's get into our, our MVP segment very quickly, you guys. We're not going to do our, our earn right now. And we um, don't have the music queued up We don't anything. have our music queued up at all, but I do want to hear your MVP players for the episode. Hey, Mike, go. Sure. It's got to be Elaine because Elaine, it seemed, had a decent shot of going home and she completely turned it around. Yes. 
You're the real MVP. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'll say Jack. I just thought he was a real trooper in that challenge. Yeah, he was okay. like a little Tarzan, yeah. yeah. I'm going to say Janet, just to be a little different. I think that going into a lot of these tribals and the first episodes for a lot of seasons, they always target the older woman. And she went in knowing that and was like, you know what? I'm going to set myself apart and I'm going to tell them what I could, what I could do. Yeah. That way they don't target me. So I'm going to say Janet. Yeah, good yeah. pick. Good Let us picks. know your MVPs, you guys. Uh, like I said, we're going to be do call- doing callings throughout the season, so we get to talk to you guys a little bit more. Um, where can our, fan- fi- our fans find you guys? Me? Sure. You can find me, Veronica Valencia, on Twitter and Instagram at it's me, Veronica underscore V. Guys, I'm Mike Thielen. You can find me everywhere at Mike Thielen. Thanks so much for everybody in the chat. Thomas Chells, Just Sheldon, BNN, Howard, Mira Domains, Desiree, Sheena, Thomas, Eric, Mr. Oliwoto, all my friends. What's up, guys? Joseph Boza. We love you guys. I am Timothy <laughs> Michael. You can find me. You can find me everywhere at I am Timothy Mike. We will see you guys at the same time next week. We've got a lot to talk about. It's going to be a really yeah. fun season. I'm so glad to be back with you guys. Awesome. Bye, guys. Have fun, guys. Survivor! Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 